Hello, and welcome to another episode of 35 Minutes with Gabe Malika. Today's podcast guest is the inspiration for the podcast. It is the one and only Shannon DeFelice. Uh, she's the coolest. She's always been such a nice person, kid, classmate. We had at least third grade together. We may have, but we've probably known each other since kindergarten because we grew up. She lives on Princeton Street. I live in an L shape from her, but I can basically walk outside and see her house. Um, this was a really great conversation. I'm going to keep this intro short today because the fan is off while I record this. So it doesn't interrupt my sound and it's approximately hundred degrees in my room because the AC is not set up yet. And it's God, it's just so hot in New York city. I am the stickiest boy and I can't even shower because I showered yesterday before I went to my show. And by the time I left the building, I was sweating and I was like, we are back, baby. Comedy is sticky once again. Um, but this is a great episode. Shannon's the sweetest. Her audio, I mess up a little thing in the connection. It's totally my fault, but it just sounds like she's on the phone. So there might be, there might be a phrase or two that you don't catch, um, but that's totally on me. My bad people, but I will have it fixed for future episodes. But um, I can't can this episode because I had so much fun talking to Shannon. She's so funny. She's probably um, blushing hearing this, but uh, she's one of the good ones. I really enjoy her company and I'm rooting for her. And she's such a good, thoughtful teacher and mom and uh, a great athlete. And the conversation just gets better and better as we go. And she really made me laugh a lot. She's really, she's really quite, quite funny. Uh, stories of her siblings all playing lacrosse, all playing defense. It was just, I just had a blast. Um, so enjoy this episode with Shannon DeFelice. Um, and I'm keeping this short. It's just too hot. Bye, everybody. Enjoy Shannon. There. Good? Yes, you're good. Hi. Yeah. How's it going? Hi. Good. How are you? I'm really good. Are you in your home that you own? I'm in my house. Um, yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we own a house. Good for you, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> and somebody from town used to live in that house. Is that right? The, um, Brianna Lynch. Whoa. Okay. I know them. Brianna Lynch. Do you know what's so funny? We, we came to this house and we were, um, we were looking at it and I went down to the basement and I looked around like with a realtor and with Ryan, like my fiance. And I, I looked around and I was like, I think I've been here before. <laughs> like, I think I've been to a party at this house before. That's so funny. <laughs> I've made regrettable choices here. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, well, that was the thing, Ryan. He was like, what did you do down there in that basement? I was like, nothing. I was like, put like beer pong on there like on their ping pong table wasn't anything. So. <laughs> That's so fun. What what street is that on? Um, on Jackson Street. On Jackson Street. Okay, because my friend Brandon lived on Jackson growing up, and we oh, did he? Yeah, we would get one ten Jackson. Oh, okay, so he's further down towards like Stewart Avenue over there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we would get in a lot of trouble in high school because across the street from their house is a, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this, is a stone donkey statue. And like, what? Yeah, there's like the other, another house, like 112 Jackson or whatever it is, has a stone donkey statue. And every week or so, we would just pick up the stone donkey and bring it to his lawn to the point where if you go past that house now, that stone donkey is chained to the tree. No, yeah. all because, because of, of us. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but 
like that's what you almost get for having a, a donkey outside your house. Like what Shannon, do you think is going to happen? Yes, yes, you're quoting. That's is this is the same argument we made in tenth grade, where they're like they have a donkey. They're asking for yeah. it. They're asking for me to move this donkey and put it. It's like when people put like the Christmas deers outside of their house. It's like I'm gonna put it in a sexual position. <laughs> yeah, there's candles. There's giant. Yeah, you have to. Um, it's got to be in a weird position. <laughs> that's so funny. So the next time you walk by 110 Jackson, just keep an eye out for that. I need to look for that. Yeah. Well, then it escalated <laughs> oh, too, because then there were like benches. Like we basically took everything on Jackson Street and put it on. We tried to plant a Christmas tree there one year, like on his front lawn, and then we got in real trouble. There was like police oh involved. God. There was like a whole thing. So I've had a lot of fun on Jackson Street, as I'm sure your family will. <laughs> Well, now I know that I'm not going to put literally, any, I have like one Easter bunny and I'm not going to put that out anymore because I know you're going to be like, Lord, 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 who knows? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Scummy friends are going to, are going to do that. Um, that's so f- well, Cause we're so, we're so close to where both of our parents are. Yeah. We're like right around the corner. And that's like, so that's like what kind of like drew me to the house. I want to be close to our family. So. Yeah. That's really, nice. that's really, really nice. So you, so I'm in a story right now. I just moved and I turned off the air conditioning. Or the air conditioning is not working because there's like a child in New York city. They have like bars on the window. So like children don't like yeah. fly out. And I didn't know that. And I was like trying to install an air conditioning. I was like, this is not moving. You feel like Michael Jackson can't come around and start hanging baby. Literally, literally, yes. They're they're, they're Michael Jackson bars. And so I have this one fan and my computer saying it's 87 and sunny. And I did all these tests before we started with the audio. And I was like, oh, with the fan, it will not sound good. So now I'm just in, I want, you know, we all have crosses to bear. I am podcasting in 90 degree heat. So you know what? We're all... You're literally your hero. Yeah, Yeah, I'm a frontline worker. They're going to bang pots and pans for me. Um, So so you guys bought a house. That's so exciting. And you sent me the world's funniest text message, which I will not read. But basically, like, sometimes people are like, hey, I don't want to talk about X thing. And I just avoid it. It's fine. And you came just guns blazing. You're like, not only can we talk about every part of my life, you started listing intimate personal details about yourself that we could talk about this or hey if that's too light we could talk about this other thing i was like wow just everything whatever whatever you need i love it you you can have my my social security number if you want i'll explain (laughs) to everyone my credit card you know anything you guys i admire that i think it's so funny because i think Sometimes people in show business, like they'll say anything, but there's certain things they won't say. And sometimes what yeah. I've enjoyed about this podcast is people are like, oh, I'm not in show business. Like I can say whatever I want. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I don't care. I mean, it's, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to find me. And that's what I said to you two before is I don't think it was going to find me that interesting. And I feel bad because I don't want you losing listeners. <laughs> like, oh God, who is this? Like, this is, let's, let's talk about like the, the uh, you know the baby out of wedlock and let's talk about you know like the you know, things like that like it's not that interesting so that's what I'm banking on is that I could just say whatever I want right now and everyone's just going to kind of look past me no one's going to care who I am so. you're very sweet I promise people will care every Shannon you have universal approval you have you have you have you have universal approval among my again my like weirdo friends are like Shannon please wasn't friends with her but like 
approved. <laughs> we got that. Um, we got yeah, today. so it'll be it'll be fun because you you know you sent me very nice messages about like my comedy. You're like, I show my family. And I was like, are you the nicest person in the world? Um, and then I told my friends, I was like, guys, I got a really nice message from Shannon DeFelice. And they're all just like, she's the best lover. Always nice to her. Um, and you're also the inspiration for this podcast. Which I needed. Okay. I was driving down. I know I DM'd you about this, but I was driving down like, like the Bell Parkway on my way to work one time. And I literally heard you like say my name. And I almost went flying off the Bell Parkway. It was, I was like, oh, like I almost like freaked out. It was unbelievable. Texted everyone, called everyone. I was like, I'm literally famous right now. Like, I was, and I was like, okay, like it wasn't even that special, but like it was like, it's awesome. It's so cool. Like you literally like did a name drop for me and I, I freaked out. Oh, so. that's very kind. Yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing about this podcast. It is not like Joe Rogan, right? Like it is not, we're not like making headlines um i'm not elon musk who's on there yes know, yes we're not like pot, so. <laughs> i mean we could change the we could change this podcast real quick um <laughs> if i drop some stuff off at your house but um the but the people who do like this podcast like really do like mm. it and they're into it and i get messages and like the numbers are like pretty good and like they keep going up yeah and so, that's awesome um and so i'm digging it um but with you shannon that's d felice awesome. you are you yeah. are, you contain multitudes. Let's start with what you're doing now and then we're going to go back. So, so you're a teacher okay, and a coach. Yes. Yeah. So, so I just, so once we had the baby, I stopped coaching, but I'm, I kind of go back and forth with it. So I, I mainly, I'm trying to think of where to start with this. Um, because again, it's not that interesting. I'm sorry for, for all the listeners who are, who are all excited DMing. It's like, <laughs> um, like it was, it was funny. I was telling my sister, I was like, yeah, we she literally like, um, Gabe literally had like Emily Mangus, like she's, she's like a, a professional athlete. We have doctors on here, Alice and Shen. And I was like, what am I? Like, <laughs> Nonsense. Well, that's how I feel too. I'm talking like, to these people. I'm like, Oh, like I like <laughs> hang out at comedy clubs, you know, like, in, like, you know, um, so yeah, but it's, but it, Exactly what you were saying, though. Like, that's what I would do with your... I love your videos. Like, everything that you posted, like, I literally, like... I would show it to, like, my mom. I would show it to my family. I was like, you have to watch this. Like, the one about our, like, 10-year reunion was so... It's hilarious. Oh, thank They're you. so good. They're so good. I love it. So That's very, very kind. Definitely doing great things. You're very, very kind. Um, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you like them. Because I... Yeah. Um, you know, my strategy is to just like make good things and continue to like, like make things that I like. And it, my strategy is not like, how can I go viral tomorrow? Like it just like never occurs yeah. to me. So I just try to make stuff that people like. So when people like it, it makes me feel good. Um, it comes naturally to you. You're not like trying hard for anything like that, which is great. That's very, very kind. Yeah. Um, but this podcast today is about you. So, <laughs> so let me ask you. So, so you're what you teach what grade? So I teach third grade. So I teach in over in um, in Queens, over by like the aqueduct over there, over in South Ozone Park. Yeah. So yeah, so it's it's a good place to work. Everyone's great. Everyone, you know, it's it's crazy. The, the city school system is uh, a disaster. It's nuts. And, yeah. You know, it's crazy. But um, you know, we're fully we're getting through the year right now. We're almost done, which is awesome. Yeah. Um. But I mean, we went from being remote to not being remote, coming back. And then we had like blended stuff and everyone was back in. It's, it was crazy. It was just like a lot of back and forth and a lot of, you know, a lot of changes in everyone's plans, which is not. I know. I work in a school and we yeah. like I run the writing center at a high school. And so I work with kids one on one. But like, I don't have how many kids do you have in your class? 
Okay, so this is the thing. So when I talk about everyone having a really tough time in their in their school, I'm the only person who I think lucked out on this. So what happened was I was remote. I was blended. I was like going in and I'd see kids who were online. And then somehow something happened. And now I only have three students right now. So they basically didn't know where to put them. So they have them with me. And that is kind of what happened was that now I, I only have three students, which is nice. Like I really get to know them and everything. I bet. But, I mean, they're like your own in kids. In a regular school year. They're literally my own kids. I was like, I'm like asking for their addresses. I'm like sending them gifts and stuff. <laughs> they dropped off gifts for me. Like we're literally like best friends. It's ridiculous. But um, it's so funny because they like, again, like we, we know each other so well. And it's been nice to get that. But on a regular school year, I have like 30 kids. There was one year I had like 32 kids squeezed into a classroom and like we didn't have, an, I didn't have enough room in my class. Like it was unbelievable. I didn't have enough hooks in my classroom to hang up their stuff. It's not. 32 kids in so, third grade? 30, 32 kids in, in second grade. Yeah. So like even, even worse because they're babies. Yeah. They're, what are they? Eight? Not. Yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like seven. Seven and eight? Burning seven. Oh my God. Yeah. That's wild. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, they're babies. Yeah. I mean, what, uh, I'm also laughing to myself because I think we had third grade together. Mrs. Sayers? Did you yeah. have Sayers? Yeah, we had Sayers. <laughs> Who did you have in second? I had Miss Jones. Oh, I I was with her family the other day at the Belmont because they're horse Miss racing. Saki? Yeah, yeah. Like her, yeah. her dad, I think, owned horses and like was friends with my dad. Um, Here we go. Um, my um, my dad came in in Misaki's class. My dad had her for my. She had my dad for gym class, and my dad came in and had to do career day. And it's like, what do you do if you when you're a gym teacher and you're coming into a school to talk about your career? <laughs> And now I'm just a teacher, like you're a gym teacher, Dad. Like, what are you gonna that do? That is so we, funny. He he didn't even talk about his job. He like we played like a word game because he had nothing else to do. Like we just probably came back from gym, and now he's gonna talk about his job. Like that we know what you do. We just saw Mr. Phillips. Like we got <laughs> This is it. actually like, like one of three <laughs> jobs that we actually like understand and can comprehend. As, that is as second graders. <laughs> that is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. The gym teacher <laughs> career. The gym teacher at career day like could be a sketch. Like that could literally be yeah, on Saturday Night Live. You're like and for career day we got a big get. It's the guy you're seeing later. Um, that's so funny. Unreal. That's so funny. So funny. I don't know if I ever had your dad for Jim, um, but I mean, like a legend in Garden City, just like always around, always coaching. And somebody said something to me the other day. I think I said I was going to ask you to be on the podcast where I ran into Mr. DeFelice. And somebody said to me, mm -hmm. just like very offhand, it's like, oh, like he's an intimidating guy. And I was like, yeah, for you, I sang. <laughs> I was like, I was intimidated. <laughs> I mean, the guy I feel right now. Yeah, um, but your dad's a great he, guy. He he, he, he walks by, he walks by the house all the time, and and we say hello. Um, looking like a homeless man. Yeah. he loves looking like a homeless man. He loves walking around in his shorts. Shorts, shorts. It's, it's twenty degrees outside. He's wearing his shorts. Yeah, hobbling around on those legs that are all metal. Are they and all metal? He, all metal now. He's got like the hips. He's got the knees. Oh my goodness! He just, he just had a kidney stone removed the other day. It's it's ridiculous. It's in, you're just constantly in the hospital. No. Coach D, man. I love it. I know. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's so embarrassing. So, okay. So you're teaching now and got, do you have plans for the summer? What do you do? You just like, I guess you raise your, your child. Yeah. 
I just raised your daughter. Well, and on top of it, I mean, my one sister's getting married. Okay. And then we're, so we're not married yet. We're getting, we're getting married in August. Uh-huh. So we're going to do that too, which has been crazy. It's just, it's a lot of, with other people's weddings on top of it. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys are Lake George people. Are you doing it up there? So we're going to be here at, at um, in Garden City at St. Saint, at Saint Anne's Church. Oh, lovely. So we'll be there. Yeah. So we're at St. Anne's and through Mountain Country Club. Like, that's the thing is that, like, we needed to keep it very local. We literally have a daughter, so like, we have to keep it local. And, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she, needs, she needs to go to bed at some point. So so we wanted to keep it here. Also, I mean, we grew up across the street from each other. So, yeah. You know, okay. Let's get into the, the let's thing. get into the love aspect of this because, you know, when you're in college, you know, when you're in college and love, you're laughing, you're laughing at the premise. I, I'm talking to a married person. I forget. I'm like a 29 year old man in the story. I'm like, where's love? And you're like, I'm married. Like, you know, it's fine. Um, but you know, when you're in college and you like, just like Facebook was like our social media thing and you yeah. just like you'd see someone with like a picture with their college significant other and you'd be like oh good for them they met somebody like that's so cute and you know you 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 see people who are dating and you're like oh they they're you know i saw pictures of you like in europe i'm like oh shannon's doing all these things and then you marry the kid across the street <laughs> <laughs> um so you guys Where did you guys know going? each other forever because i don't know if i know ryan it's so funny um so we knew each other for a while but only because he worked really close to my dad. So, so I, I technically met in, I'm marrying my dad. That's the thing. <laughs> so he is, <laughs> it's, it's very unfortunate. I'm, I'm shitting on my dad right now, but I'm technically marrying my dad. <laughs> Not what I thought you were going to say. I was in the middle of a sip of water. Very good timing. Uh, please, please proceed. So it's funny because my parents, so my parents grew up in Garden City. My dad grew up down the street from my mom and my dad's a gym teacher. You know, my parents had a bunch of kids and stuff like that. My dad worked in the school system, you know, here in Garden City. And basically Ryan grew up the street from me. Ryan's going to be teaching in Garden City as well. He does the football program. My dad does the football program. It's basically Bob 2.0. That's who I'm, who I'm at That's right so now. funny. <laughs> it's, so it's just very, it's just crazy. Like he was like my dad's like mentor and stuff like that when it came to like the football work because he was coached the varsity like together. So, um, but, but I never really knew Ryan because he's older than us. He's like five or six years older than us. Uh-huh. So um, we didn't really know each other that much. Um, um, I do remember though, my mom, he would be like stretching on the front lawn and my mom, we were like, we were young. Like when he was, we always say this all the time. Like when we were in middle school, he was in college. Mm-hmm. Horrifying. Like it's so weird. Sure. So he like, she would be, she'd like go outside and talk to Ryan Bolton. Like mom, no, like he's literally like a 40 year old man. I'm not talking <laughs> to him. Like I'm like, so weird. Don't tell me to do that. Moms know, man. <laughs> she knows. She knew. Yeah. Right. She knew. So it's it's crazy that then we end up well she like Ryan was with the cream of the crop and then she started getting to know him and she was like oh Ryan like, <laughs> she, was, like she was when she when she passed she he was on her uh, on her shit list so <laughs> that's so funny that's so funny um, okay so you so you like knew of him he was like a kid the older kid across the street five years but when you're in when you're twelve is like. Yeah. Um, He's an old man. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I dated somebody younger once. I was like, I was 26 and she was 22 when we met, something like that. Yeah. And you're just like, you can't start doing that math. That math is no, not good. It's creepy. <laughs> it's, it makes me look at him in a little, in a weird way. Like, it makes me. 
this this wedding may not happen in August. Okay, so so you knew of him, and then like, how does he mm-hmm. come into your life? So it was funny. We kind of like um, we ran into each other one time in Long Beach. He lived down in Long Beach for years. I was out with my friends. We kind of ran into each other, and we kind of like were talking for a really really long time. Like it was three hours we talked to each other. I was dating someone else though. So, and he like met him and stuff like that. He's like known of him. Um, and like, cause Ryan would come to our summer house and he's like met, uh, you know, whatever, whoever it was. So he met him before and like that slowly, like he and I, we slowly fizzled out. Ryan and I really didn't get to like know each other that well. Then we kind of didn't start talking until afterwards, like, you know, he and I had broken up and then we just started like weirdly talking. I think I saw his dad like running or something. And I think I like texted him or something. And I was like, I saw your dad, like just like booking it down the street. Like it was, and then like, I was the one who initiated it. Like what the heck? And, and then somehow we just started talking and we like went on our first date and then that was, and now we have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and now, so um, can I, where was the first date? That was a blue moon in Rockville center. Okay. I'm going yeah. <laughs> to write it down. Blue moon in Rockville center. That's the, the move. best date we had, though. That's it. That's the place to go. But the best move that we did, and it was my idea, was there was uh, Labor Day fireworks um, at the country club. But we went up, and this is my, my planning. We went up over by the Garden City Pool, and we got spicy chicken sandwiches from Wendy's. And we, we got them from the drive through <laughs> And we sat there and watched the fireworks and ate spicy chicken sandwiches in the car it was like the best thing ever it was great you know like that's like <laughs> that's what love is when you eat spicy chicken sandwiches with each other because like my family like that's like a tradition of our family too labor day garden oh. city pool that street between the pool and like um wherever those big houses are like that side of the the country club exactly. yeah it's like a little bit raised so you can like see it really well it's awesome mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we haven't done the mm-hmm. spicy chicken sandwich i mean that's that's a whole new level i guess you got to really <laughs> you got to really be intimate with somebody to uh exactly. to share that well anytime you can throw spicy chicken sandwiches in there it's it's gonna make it a, a great guy so. <laughs> well that's the i mean you guys are all athletes that's the best thing about having a good workout routine where it's just like i i have earned this um, I deserve this right yeah. now. I don't know. Not not after having a baby and after uh, you know getting older, you can't. Yeah, yeah. So okay. So you, so I'm only going to ask this question because you were like, we should talk about having a baby out of wedlock. So you, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, truly, it's and it's not that I didn't care. It's that I would be like, you're my guest. Yeah. I'm not going to like put you on the spot and be like, so like the out of wedlock thing because I don't give a shit. Like, listen, I'm a city kid. Like everyone I know is is living in sin all the time. Um, having a kid before they get married is like the least of these people's problems. Exactly. Um, so, so you're with Ryan and then like, is it like, I think it was, it was like three or four years later. I don't even know what it was. It was three or four years later, but later we're like living together. And all of a sudden I was like, I don't feel that great. Yep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, and he's like, Shen, no, like, don't do this. Like, it's not, it's not I'm like, yeah, it is. I know it is. I know it. I was like, this is weird. And then I was curled up in a ball in my bed. So for like a full night. <laughs> so yes, that gave it away. I'm sure. Um, because exactly. when you say it's so funny, cause when you say, Oh yeah, like it was out of wed, like you're literally your words. You're like, it was out of wedlock. And then like yeah. part of me thinks like, Oh, is this scandalous? Had they known each other for two weeks? And then you're like, Oh no, it was the guy across the street who I had been living with for four years. I'm like, Oh, like you guys are married dog. You guys are millennial married. That's just, the church is like the last thing. Exactly. Right. Well, that's the thing is I was kind of like, we were going to do it anyway. And that's kind of like, it was just like, 
it, it was just something you don't, you don't plan for. Cause it's not like, Oh, like, you know, like, I got into like a fender bender. Like, you know, I, I kind of like, you know, I kind of messed up. It's like, no, like I brought like another person into this world that wasn't supposed to be here. Like that is like, <laughs> it's scary. It's really scary. But, yeah. but like, we were going to do it anyway. We, we both have jobs. We were living together. We were going to get married regardless. Like it doesn't matter. Like for us, like it was like, you know, it's scary at first. You're worried about what people think and stuff like that. Sure, and, sure. But then, like, once, I mean, and then that's the thing. is like, once the baby's there, it's like, what are you going to do? Like, you can't, you can't, like, you can't be mean to this baby because you're born out of wet like it is. Like, she didn't ask to do this. Yeah. Like, no. This isn't part of No one can be upset with you. <laughs> Come on, Blair. You were supposed to come 18 months later. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, Blair, what's your problem? Like, you're supposed to hold off. Thanks a lot. So. Um, and it's so, it's so sweet. When I, I feel like I have a memory of you somewhere in my head of you being like, I love the name Blair. Has this always well, been a thing? My, probably because it's my middle name. Okay. I lo- I've always loved, and it was this was before, and this is my thing. This is before it became cool with Gossip Girl and stuff like that. Like, because I used to, my initials are SBD, and it used to be on like my backpack all the time. And like on the bus, people would be like, "What's your initials?" But then some kids started pointing out, which I didn't know about. SBD seems to like silent but deadly. Oh yeah, the fart thing. <laughs> Yeah, like a fart, yes, and I got like a fart name. So people started <laughs> making fun of me for that, which is like so, I don't know, to me it was like really ridiculous. And I was a little embarrassed by the name Blair. And then like as I got older, I started really liking it. And I really do. Like, I like to me, that was like always going to be like my daughter's name. Like whenever I had a daughter, like I love that name. So I love that. Well, is nice. there is there a middle name? Lindley. So, Lindley. Lindley. I have yeah. a really good friend named Lindley. That's such a sweet name. Really? Yeah, yeah. Is she a good person? Yeah, she's a nurse. She's the best. Oh, it's like the best kind of person. That's awesome. She, um, so Blair's like a, a family name. My mom's side of the family. My other cousin, her middle name is Blair. And then um, my older sister's name, is, middle name is Lynn. Sorry, my younger sister's name and my mom's middle name is Lynn. It's a whole convoluted thing. And then Lee. And then my cousin, his name is Brooks. His middle name is Lynn Lee, too. So it's like, there are all these like family names. Like Ryan's sister's name is Lindsay. They call her Lynn. So we kind of like threw everything in there and just kind of like made it like a mishmash of like, hey, like we like our family. So we're going to start, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love that. That confluence of yeah. things. That's so yeah, sweet. Better than like Apple or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. It's yeah. The, <laughs> these these new age hipster. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, that's um, that's really sweet. And how old is Blair now? She's 18. She's like a year and a half now. She's a year and Crazy. a half now. Wow. A year and a half. Yeah. Wow. She's like, what, <laughs> what are your functions when you're 18, when you're 18 months? Like what, uh, well, <laughs> what are her features? She, <laughs> what does she like to do now? Um, she likes the word no. <laughs> Everything is no, no. Waving her hand in front of my face. Okay, great. Um, pulling me to go places that, that I don't want to go. Okay. Like outside right now when it's 90 degrees. When I have to do something, she wants to pull me outside. Yeah. Um, just like running around and stuff. Basically like being like the biggest the biggest asshole that you can be. <laughs> what an eighteen month old is. <laughs> you want to take all the qualities of the biggest asshole and you throw it into a baby that's that's Blair right now. That's so funny. She's got like she just got like a little personality and she just like knows what she wants. It's crazy. That's that's the best I mean, what more could you want for a kid? For them to know what they want. Yeah. Um <laughs> That's really, really sweet. I love that. Um, and where yeah, does do, 18 months, there's no like pre, when does preschool start? Two, right? Or three? Yeah, preschool is like, I think three, I think it is. Mm-hmm. So, and then so we have her. No, no, please. Uh-oh. Oh, no, no, so no. We, I mean, we throw her in daycare. She goes to Ryan's mom, which, which is the best. Like, they're the best. 
they take such good care of her. So it's nice. are they still on Princeton, Ryan's parents? Yeah, yeah, they're right. Still on Princeton. Oh my so goodness. It's ridiculous. It's like family, like functions. We go like Christmas. We like pop back and forth. We're going running back and forth, seeing things. There's a, there's so a lot of benefits to marrying the boy across the street. That's amazing. I know. That's so sweet. I like it. It's easy. Yeah. <laughs> That's an, and Ryan is a football coach at Garden City. So he coaches football. Yeah, he does, he does a football program at Garden City. He's, he's recently he's going to be he's going to be working there um, this coming school year. So okay, he's going to be with the gym team. He's taking my dad's job. My dad's retiring. So he's again Bob 2.0. He's literally taking my dad's job. So. <laughs> That's so sweet. Who are the gym teachers who are still there? I remember Heedles. Um, Ettinger, Ettinger's there. Heedles, Ettinger's there. Rage Pudian. Remember Rage Pudian? Yeah, Mr. Pudian. Yeah, I like that guy. Cutter, Janet Rogler. It, it's very. I see them like all the time. It's like it, it went from. Well, it's funny because I went from like seeing them as teachers and then now like you know we'll like go drinking together so it's very weird it's very odd. that's great I, man i would love to have a drink with mr heedles that guy was the best <laughs> he is the best person ever he's amazing he's so funny he was so funny like we would go to like you come to my summer house and it was always around august like they would do like things like my dad's like co-workers party and stuff like that it was so fun and i'd see him he'd be like flinging steak like he'd be like drunk like flinging steak everywhere he'll probably get in trouble for this Flinging stick in people's mouths, screaming, it's like jumping on things, like breaking stuff at our house. And then, like two days later, I'd be at like soccer practice with him for like preseason, and it like it was it was unbelievable. He was just like the funny. He's so funny, so funny. Like all those guys, they're like they're just the best. They're good guys. That's really sweet. I love. Yeah, it's so funny yeah. to realize like your teachers are real people, you know. <laughs> and like he Heedles right? was like a man, like like, but like Seneca, when I talked to him, he was like in his late. He was like my age now dealing with us i was like yeah. oh like there's like drama when you're 28 there's like stuff going on and you're just like in charge of us right like you have like all this like well that's the thing is that like there's always like these like memes that you see of like people you know it's like people don't know that at me as a teacher like after this you know i'm teaching you at at three o'clock whatever i'm going home right now and i'm having drinks with my friends out in long beach i'm going like ham at the bars so no one knows. it's very embarrassing it's not good yeah a teacher told me one time <laughs> the kids were being loud in like some class. It was either the library or another class. And, and this person said to me, Oh, I just like couldn't sleep last night. I was just like thinking about the kids being so loud. And I was like, Oh, as soon as I left the building, I was not thinking about the kids. Like I had a million other things to think about. <laughs> like I have, I have other things to do. <laughs> yeah. Like you have to have like boundaries. I think, I think, I think caring is really good, but I think also being able to be like, I'm home now. Like you don't have to think about like your three, your three kids. It's fine. hundred percent. And that's, that's something that I see a lot. Like with my school, my school, our administration is great. Like they're awesome and stuff. And they like take really good care of us and everything. But like, you know, they demand a lot out of us. Like one of our, our school is like a very, you know, it's a very well-known school in our district and stuff like that. Cause like we do a very good job. Like they push the teachers to like literally be the best you could be every single day. Like they're, they're very good like that. And it's hard. Like it's very hard. Like I remember my first year, I mean, I was literally like, so even at like five o'clock in the morning, I was getting there at six before like the bell rang at like eight. Like and I was like just doing all this work constantly, like barely eating, drinking, like just crazy. Like you're just working like your butt off the entire time because they just expect a lot out of us. Yeah. And that's kind of what I've noticed, especially after having Blair, was that I feel like when when you get home or you do have kids, like there's something, there's life outside of these walls of your classroom. And like you have to put it down because you're going to drive yourself nuts. And like, I, I get a lot of like, you know, messages from other teachers and like, Oh, I've been working on this at like 10 a.m. like 10 PM. Like, 
you at a certain point you gotta you gotta like focus on your family and like do what's best for you it's crazy yeah and it's and it's it's, it's the the irony of course is that like teachers are generally like very generous people who like want to give of their time and yeah. it's not like like if you want to like advance in a school like you can become an administrator and then a lot of people are like oh like i got into this so i wouldn't have to do stuff like that i just like want to be with kids so like you work really hard and it's it's not if you work at like ebay or something you could like get a promotion and like oh now i'm an assistant vice prince vice vice principal vice president of um of like marketing or whatever but in schools yeah. like like you put in like the the effort that you put in is like just for the kids it's like pretty altruistic in that way uh, it's crazy and i wish 100%. i wish there were ways i wish there were ways to acknowledge like great teaching and like better pay um that like you could excel in that way and i guess that opens up other types of problems but um yeah right. teachers are just that's like that, that's criminally underpaid in my opinion it's great and then i mean and that's the thing is that you're you're spending money on you know your supplies and stuff like that and things for the kids and i mean i one of our vice our um assistant principals i mean she literally goes like like um walmart and buys like jackets for some of our kids and yeah. i mean it's unbelievable some of the things that that our teachers do when your school supplies are like like ridiculously expensive or like things for your classes you go to lakeshore like learning center it's like you you're literally putting down like a down payment for a car just for like your first year of school it's insane yeah. the amount that you're expected to do when you want things to look nice and i don't know it's just and that again like you said it, it just opens up a whole can of worms when you look at like you know the union and so it's, it's insane. Like everything that, that comes with teaching, there's always some sort of backstory and how. Of course. Yeah. It's how, like, do we pay like, cause then for a while it was like with testing and it's like, there's a lot of better ways to like judge whether a teacher's doing well by like a standardized test. Like that's an insane yes. metric. hundred percent. And then, and then teachers are doing like sketchy things just so that they keep their jobs. Of course. Like, for, like, of course. Job security. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I don't know. It's crazy. I, I actually have a funny story with uh, that. My, um, my first year, this is like the complete opposite of what you're talking about, about teachers being good teachers. My first year teaching, well, I was starting a school studies lesson. I'm like waiting for the kids to take out their books or whatever. And it was like a lesson on like geography. And I had this like blow up globe and we were talking about like maps or something. And the difference between maps and globes, like clearly very like engaging lesson, like very boring. <laughs> I, like, I don't even understand the lesson, honestly. Like it makes no sense to me. I don't know why we need to describe it. But we, I had like this like blow up globe. And as I'm waiting for the kids, I'm like throwing the, the globe up. I'm like spinning it on my finger. And one of these kids, he's like, yeah, yeah, Mr. Fleece. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, okay. And I'm like spinning on my finger. I literally put it from one arm back to my back, like from my neck to the other hand, popped it up, caught it, like was doing like soccer juggling with it, all while my students are going, Mr. Fleece, pounding on their desk. Mr. Fleece, Mr. Fleece, Mr. Fleece. Oh like pounding so loud and screaming, like egging me on to like be like doing like, I was like a Harlem Globetrotter. And after I was doing it, I was like, okay, everyone needs to calm down now. That was like way too much. And afterwards, I was like, if I had just a super cool walk in on me right now, I like would have been fired. Like that was like bananas. It was nuts. Like I should not have been doing it. That's so funny. You were being, you were Jack Black in School of Rock. You were like. (laughs) (laughs) Do whatever I want and I didn't care. It was unbelievable. I love that. But again, like. You got great teachers and then you got people like me. (laughs) No, but kids, kids love that. It's so funny. Cause it's like, you know, I remember very, 
you know, it's elementary school. And I'm, I'm somebody that like, yeah. people are like, Oh, Gabe, you remember a lot. Like my friends are always like, you have a really good memory for stuff like that. Um, and I remember very little of what I learned in elementary school, but like, you definitely remember like silly moments like that. And you definitely remember how like certain teachers made you feel. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. You leave with like a I feeling. Think, yes. Like and there's, there's some teachers that can be very like caring or they kind of, you know, I, I remember I went like my fourth grade teacher, she was very, um, she was very strict and she, you know, I think fourth grade is, there's kind of a big jump from third to fourth. And I feel like she was like very, she was on us. We had to do our multiplication tables. Like it was like, it was very like an intimidating situation. And it was funny. My mom came back from the uh, parentage conference and she said, she was like, yeah, you know, like so-and-so like this, uh, whatever her name is. She was like, she, she said to me, like, I wish I had like, like a whole classroom of Shannon's. Like I love, like I love Shannon. Like I wish I had an entire classroom of Shannon's. And I was like, really? Like I was so shocked because I like never felt that from her. I thought she like hated me. Wow. Because, and, and, and that's like what I kind of remember. And it, it, it's funny because it's, I guess that's like a perk of kind of being a teacher is that she has so much experience. You go through, you know, like 12 plus years of being a teacher. I'm sorry, of going through school and you, you learn a lot through it and you, you see, you know, the dynamic of like teachers and how the school works and stuff like that. And it's easy to then translate that into your job. So, I mean, so now, like, I mean, from there, I'm, I'm actually, I, I do consider myself a very caring teacher. I always kind of like, you know, look for the kids who's upset or something, have them talk with me. I take the time to do that. I take the time to get to know them. So, you know, I feel like that, that shows because with her, like, I was definitely not comfortable and I felt very, I was very shocked when I found out that she actually liked mm, me. Because she really mm, my yeah. That's like yeah. a, that's like a nice story and a thing that you can learn from. I feel like, because you're, you know, you're Shandy Fleet. You're like, you're, you're a bubbly person. And I feel like when the, <laughs> like no kid doesn't think that you like them is, is my yeah, guess. They're like, you tell them your affection. You're like, Hey kids, like I'm here for you. Yeah. Um, which is nice. I like, I like being there. Is yes, there something you like teaching like a book or a poem that you like teaching kids every year? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, doing it's so tough because, like, because it's third grade, we like it, all the cutesy stuff is so much further. Like, you know, it's it's down like the prime, like the more you know, the younger younger grades. Mm -hmm. But when we get to third grade, it's so much more. You know, we're like drilling the kids, we're teaching them strategies for stuff. It's just constant. Like, mm -hmm. we're just like hammering things into them. And the best is at the very end of the year, we do a um, we do a unit on on Peter Pan. And that's, that's something I really love. Like, it's so, we do this, like, whole, like, we do, like, a, like an author study kind of thing. And we kind of do, um, like, literacy circles where we talk about it and talk about the characters. And, like, and it really is, like, even I'm reading, I mean, obviously, we talked about this. I'm a terrible reader and I'm not that bright. I have, like, a hard time getting to, like, understand Peter Pan because it's very, it's a little complex. Like, the way, and, and I, there's a lot of things that the kids don't get, but I enjoy it because, it is a very, it's a little bit of a complex book for them. It's like this whole thing with imagination and growing up and things that I don't think the kids fully understand because they're not grown up yet, mm. but I, it's, it's good enough for adults that I enjoy it. So that's, that's the good thing about it. Yeah. That's, that's so interesting. Fun. I love, I love hearing about, I just like, I remember being a kid and, and reading certain books that like felt like too big for me almost. And like, yeah. and like liking that feeling and it lays a foundation for like later when they revisit it at some point 
Um, they'll be like, oh yeah, Peter Pan. Like there's all these, like, there's like, there are like more complex, like the idea of like not wanting to grow up. Right. Isn't that like a big part of Peter Pan? That's the whole thing. And it's like, you're in third <laughs> grade. Cool you haven't even begun. Yeah. It, you, it should be required reading when you're 29. Yeah. Right. So that's, that is the thing is that it's like very, the kid, all they want to do is as these kids, they, they want cell phones. They want to, you can probably hear play. <laughs> All they do is they want cell phones and they want to be like TikTok stars. And they're talking about that. And they're talking about playing video games. And it's like things that I never did as a kid. Like I just went outside and played all day long. Mm. But like that's all they want to do is grow up. And, and it, it's, it's a little sad actually when you think about it that they they are forced to grow up so so quickly. And, you know, a lot of them. So. Yeah. That's... Ryan's asking me if it's okay, but he's crying. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I mean... I'm like, I was, I was thinking about before we signed on, I was thinking about like, Oh, like what's my day like and what's Shannon's day like? And I'm like, Oh, those are different things. Like, like yeah, you, you have a child, like you're responsible. You have three in school and then one at home. That exact three, three, only three in school. That's the thing is that she's, is that it's like, you, <gasps> there you she continue. is. Oh my God. I did not expect that. Hi Blair. <laughs> she's waving. <laughs> Oh my God, she yeah, is so I, precious. Hi. Oh, thank you. Oh, you She's a little redhead. She's from Ryan's family. <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh my God. Well, now I have to. I mean, she's precious. Look at her. She's so happy sitting with you. She's good. She likes it. She likes the. It's, but it's like that's what the kids are. Like it's like all the computers now and screens and stuff. It's, it's crazy. It's not. Yeah. But but I don't know. Oh, but we were saying like the day and kind of what it of what it what it's like <laughs> of a day what's like and that's the thing is that like afterwards I kind of come I come home and I have nothing for Spotify <laughs> is that like I come home and, and then it's it's like another job on top of mm. it like, you, know, you, you come home and you gotta you're not paid for just, exactly yeah I'm paid in kisses but it's not the same <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather get money I think <laughs> what, what um what are you do you I guess your kid's 18 months, so like they haven't been completely inundated by TikTok, but like are those things that you think about as you like see, oh, this is what third graders are like, like how how am I going to raise my kid that's like, because they can't avoid it, like they can't avoid screens. Oh my God. But like, do you, is that something you spend some time thinking about as a mom? Like, so, yeah, it's like such a good question because that's exactly, I feel like we, Ryan and I talk about this all the time, just from like being in schools and like just seeing how kids are so like different than like kind of what we were. Mm-hmm. I mean, and definitely seeing stuff on like social media and how kids, I mean, even just a player like picks up the phone and we FaceTime all the time. We were FaceTime my sisters and she knows like pick it up. She swipes it. She turns it around so people can see things. Like it's just like, it's always in their face, I guess. And it is my pro, like my, you know, my job to kind of, you know, make sure that it's, I'm regulating it with her. There's definitely things like my kids in class. Like one time, like I was, I I put my kids in in Google meet, like putting them in, in breakout rooms. And like popping in and out of rooms and stuff like that. And like one of my kids was in one of the breakout rooms, like showing their screen playing like Roblox, like that, like computer game. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what is happening here? Yeah. And they're like all sharing this like little girl along while they're like, while she's like shooting people. And I was like, what is happening? Like, it was like a whole problem. And and that's the thing is, I feel like when it comes to technology, like they're almost like up to their own. Like they they can do whatever they want. They're up to their own devices. You know what I mean? And they they can they have freedom. Yeah. And I think I, I was student teaching one time and, and a parent came in and they were talking with the teacher I was with about how um, in sixth grade, they didn't give their daughter a cell phone. And they, they described it as like, we don't want to give it to her yet because we're, 
we're like we want to keep her freedom and that's like the opposite of what i think people think is that when you give them like a cell phone like you know they, they have their freedom now or their independence to go out and this parent kind of described it as you know once you get on social media you're losing that freedom you're losing that like you know that idea of like independence and people are re-watching you now and people are recalling you or you know i just and i like that idea of it that how the, the dad describes it yeah think, that's it's it, it's it's beautiful to hear you say that because it when i got a cell phone and i think it was sixth grade finals it was a little flip phone and it felt like oh yes. this thing will allow me more independence right so like if I, I can go out somewhere and i can call if there's an emergency or i can get picked up and exactly. texting wasn't even a thing so the phone was yeah. was an i was a way to it was a way to like it was a safety thing and it was a way to enhance like the outside living that i was already doing but a smartphone is a completely different can of worms it's a whole exactly. it's a whole new sense of self <laughs> that these kids yes get in. right it's so true like and then like you, you they have access to the internet now whenever they want they have access to youtube like youtube is like terrible things that my kids are like watching on youtube it's insane yeah oh i have like, a, i have a weird <laughs> youtube story so Ooh. so i i worked for years at a summer camp upstate for kids with illnesses and mm-hmm they could have autism as like a secondary diagnosis, but not a primary. So, but we would have a lot of kids who had a life-threatening illness and autism and two oh weeks God. in a row, I had kids who, um, two, who were like really smart. They were like 14, 15, like really precocious, mm-hmm. um, really analytic, like knew how like engines worked, you know, or like explaining to me like how, how a car parks or whatever. And Two weeks in a row, I said to the kid, oh, like, have you ever heard of the show called Adam Ruins Everything, where he, like, explains really complicated things? I think you would love the show. Love that show. I think it's great. Love that show. I think it's great. <laughs> oh, so, and two weeks in a row, the kid said the same thing to me, which is like, oh, like, if you watch his episode about immigration, he greatly, like, inflate, there's a liberal agenda. And I was like, oh, two kids in a row, like, they're just watching the same YouTube videos. That's so and it, it occurred to me that, like, Oh, like they're getting their not not only have they seen a show, they've seen a a conservative rebuttal of that show, and I have no idea where to find it. And I was like, that's scary. Like they're operating. Like how do I, uh, yeah, what channel is that on? Yeah. Like you'll never find it. But they both had the same oh reaction God. to it. And I was like, the internet is a very strange place for young people. YouTube in particular, I think, is a real big problem. Yeah, there's a really good TED talk about it, about how, like, I guess whatever algorithm it is, mm-hmm. like, if a kid just keeps playing, like, like, you know, move on, move on, move on, like, they kind of just, like, they get into, like, weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've had that. Like, I remember having, I had a parent, like, a few years ago, they were, like, complaining about one of the other suit girls in my class because she was showing, she was, like, sending videos to another girl in my class, about videos of people, like, kissing or something like that. And it's like, what is, like, and that thing is, like, when you have a girl, you know, when you're, you're, kids like sitting on a on a ipad all day long like you have no idea what they're looking at you you can't no clue i mean it's it's so scary yeah it's, it's not crazy. like <laughs> we're gonna get real old for a second but when we were kids it would be like you know when you're watching a movie and then like your parent walks in at the exact wrong moment right we're like just as the sex scene is gonna happen like mom my dad would go Ooh, hubba hubba <laughs> <laughs> That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. I would do anything in the world to witness that. Um, Yeah. So like, so the, I guess the comparison would be like, it's a movie and it's a sex scene and it's on TV with YouTube. Like it could be anything. 
anything, literally anything. It's so scary. It feels like almost like it's a so secret scary. because there's no, um, you know, it's not like the, um, it's not like everything that gets on TV is like vetted and perfect, but there are rules and yeah. the internet is like new, like it's brand new in the scope of humanity. It's like brand new. And there are very few rules, right? especially if you're I a tech savvy, curious kid who can get in a wormhole and are being manipulated by an algorithm. It's a, it's a real thing to, to, um, I guess just be aware of to just like know about yeah. because I don't, I'm also not one of these people that's like the world is getting worse. Cause it's like, there are, there are good things that you're going to, the internet does connect people in some really beautiful ways. Like this. Exactly. Like that's exactly what you're doing. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's like the best way to, you're putting out your videos and like, I was able to see them and then all this started. I mean, it's awesome. Exactly. It's like, you're, you mean, and I mean, my cousins, I have cousins who are far away. I have a cousin in Australia. Like we're able to, you know, see what they're doing and stuff like that, which is awesome. And I think that's, you know, I think the ultimate idea of what like Facebook was, mm-hmm. but then, you know, and you have those bad people out there that, that do weird, weird crap. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> weird, weird stuff or an agenda yeah, that I don't like. Yeah, exactly. Um, another thing I wanted to ask you about Shannon was that you were a college athlete at yeah. a school that I have since visited in my official capacity as a college advisor. Great food, UMass Amherst. Incredible oh my, food. The food. Oh, a plus. So we were in like the smaller oh, dining hall and it was still outrageous. Yes. They're, and they're like number one in food, UMass. Yeah. They are like, they're so good and everything is like locally grown. Like there's a bunch of like homes around there that they take. Yeah. There was, they, we used to do like random like weeks where they would just, they would like, they would do like pistachio week. Like it was so random. <laughs> and they had like the pistachio company come in and they had like a D de- like you'd be like walking at like 11 o'clock, like hungover, And they'd be like a DJ just like bumping in the middle of the dining hall. Like, <laughs> and then they would have like photo booths and everyone was wearing green. Like, but then they also did weird crap where they had like, they had like cranberry day where everything just had like cranberry. It was like carrots with cranberries. Like, it was like you're walking and you're like, what the hell is this crap? I don't want this. <laughs> so it was very weird. It went back and forth between like really cool, like fun stuff. And it was like, I don't want to do cranberry, cranberry day. day. That's so, Shitty. that's so funny. Um, so can you tell so big UMass person, can you tell me a little bit about, so like, eventually, like I was talking with Emily, she was like, I, I didn't know people liked other sports than soccer. Yeah. Were you? I love that. Were you always a lacrosse person? Was that always what you wanted to do in college? I think so. I think it's funny because it's just like what Emily said, where it's like you start off at like at like your Pee Wee, and if you're like little, you're doing the centennial program, and like that's all everyone knows. Everyone knows the the soccer, and that's what we start off as when you're little. Mm-hmm. And I think I think just for me, I think it was just because like my family all did it, mm. and you know, my dad he never played lacrosse. And, you know, he was a baseball player. He played football in college, um, you know, and my mom was a swimmer. Like, it was never really anything that we did. And I was, I think the biggest thing is that my dad did a, a lacrosse uh, clinic every summer. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was like, an opportunity for my mom to, like, jump all five of us on him <laughs> for, like, an entire day for, like, for a few, like, I think it was, like, two weeks he did this thing. Yeah. And that was just, like, the best thing because I feel like I did it because I, I was exposed to it so young. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of people I coached with or I played with, they, they would ask, like, oh, well, you know, when did you start playing lacrosse? They're like, oh, I get a freshman year of high, of, uh, high school or, like, you know, third grade. And I was like, I started, like, kindergarten. Like, mm. I was so little with, like, a lacrosse stick and just, like, thrown out there just to do stuff. Yeah. And I think it was just kind of, like, I think it was just kind of what my family did. Like I, I and then on top of it, kind of what Emily said, like I realized I was like, I was good at it. And that was, the, that's what 
you know, made me like draw to it was that I feel like because I started so early when I would go to like different clinics and different colleges mm -hmm. when I was little, like they would always move me up. I always went from like my grade and then the next day they would be like, okay, well, we're going to move you up to like the next grade. Mm -hmm. And I would like play with older kids because I was, I was good at yeah. it. Which is, you know, and I think that's what made me, you know, very, very full of myself. I, that's what made me like it. I was like, Oh, I'm good at this. I can totally keep going. Yeah. So yeah. I like that. That's really cool. Yeah. I love lacrosse is an interesting one because like there's a real feel you have to have with the ball in your hand, with the ball in your <laughs> stick weird. in your hand. Um, and it's a thing that, you know, you ever see somebody like pick up a lacrosse stick for the first time. It's like this like foreign object. Nobody's good at it right away. It's like a real feel thing. And I had a real funny moment in Scotland when I was, I was teaching over there and the kids at like recess or like there'd be a 15 minute break would like throw rugby balls and they would play soccer. And the thing, those are two things that like people do in America, but it is not like the go-to two sports. Like you might throw yeah. a football around. That's probably like the most common, sometimes a baseball. But the thing I noticed about even the nerdy kids that I was teaching all had amazing touch with the foot, with the, with the soccer ball. They could just wow. like handle the ball was coming flying at them. And I would be like, Oh, I don't know how to do it. And they would just like, they could just like stop it and move. Even the kids that were, that were considered like the nerdy kids who couldn't play sports. And I was like, Oh, like they grew up with this touch. Cause this was the main sport just doing it. Yeah. Uh, just doing it constantly. And so and for lacrosse, like the there's even fewer like garden city is like a, like a real epicenter of lacrosse. And if it's in your family, that makes sense that you like took to it. Um, yeah, I think, and I think it definitely grew from that, from that camp my dad had. And then, you know, my sisters played it. Like we were just always around it and it was, you know, and we did, we played other sports. Like I did, I did basketball, I did soccer, I did track. Mm -hmm. we, we all did different things. My sister played softball too. Like everyone kind of did different things. Yeah. But for some reason, I, it's funny, I don't even know why I never even thought of this before. Like, I don't even know how it all stuck with us. Cause I mean, we had all five of us, we played, we played college lacrosse. That was just crazy. All five of you had. college lacrosse. All five of us. So All five of us play college across. Two Syracuse. So my older sister Caitlin went to BU. BU, okay. Um, she played lacrosse there. Uh, Dane and I both played together at UMass. Oh, that's sweet. That was it. Was so fun, and that was like a disaster. It was so. She and I together are just like not good. Like we just like we like cause problems. Uh, like it's fun. It's, it's like in a good you way. You cause like, good fun. problems. Good problems. You guys good like problems. get into trouble. <laughs> Or like a lot of trouble. There was there was one time where she like pulled up. I was like walking to class, and she pulled up, and she had her boyfriend. Her now was going to get married to him. Her boyfriend's car, and she's like, "Get in! We're going to McDonald's instead of class." I was like, "All right." So she <laughs> in, and we see her boyfriend. He's like walking down the street on his way to class. We're like honking the horn, waving at him. She swerves, goes into like the curb, completely messes up his tire. We're like, "Oh shit!" And like just like throw away. <laughs> Like she always, she always has like a devious mind, and I'm, I'm like the dumb one who always follows her. So it, was, it was never, it was never a good combination. We were together. It was so. I'm bad. sorry I ever doubted you when I said, "Do you guys get into mischief?" Uh, I, <laughs> because now I look like a real fool. Yeah, that's real mischief. That's really funny. And she, so she was a senior, and you were a freshman. She was a. a she was a soft. She was a junior when I was a freshman. We had two years together. Oh, that's great. Awesome. So it was fun. And then my brother, Brian, he played at Nazareth College up upstate. Yeah, I know Nazareth. I, I, yeah. I saw some, I, I dated somebody who went to there uh, for oh, really? a little while. Yeah, it's a, I, it's a great school. I love that school. It was so nice there. It was like so cute. It was like, it was really it's like nice. Rochester, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, 
and then my younger sister, she was the one, she played at Syracuse and they just were in the national championship recently. That was like a huge thing for us. Like we, you know, we, we went like nuts over that. We were so excited because out of all of us, I mean, we, I played five years of college across. My other sisters played four years. My younger sister, Terry, she played five years. I mean, we literally have like 22, like 23 years of like college across between all of us. Wow. And it's unbelievable. And she was the first one out of all of us to make it to the national championship, which like we all freaked out over. It was awesome. Of course. Yeah. Cause like, the, yeah. is it, is it like a, like an NCAA basketball tournament? NCAA, like, is, yeah. is it like a, like a single elimination tournament like that? Yes, exactly. So like they went there, they were in the final four. That was a big deal. They, you know, they beat Northwestern then they played against BC. So it was fun. It was really, they didn't win, which like sucked. Yeah. But like, it was, we're all like bowling, crying at the end of it. It was like, all right, Shannon, like the last thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's really cool that she got to, she got to play in it. What, what position did you play? Were you? I was, I was defense. I played defense for like all my years of lacrosse. Really? Crazy. Yeah. And it, it, it's so funny because my dad, He's like, you would think like if he was like, you know, you're the coach's daughter, like you get like special treatment or anything like that. He was the, like, he would make me cry on the lacrosse field because he was my coach in middle school all throughout like the PAL league. You know, he was, because he was a gym teacher in the middle school. So he also did the lacrosse program at the middle school uh-huh. and he was my coach for that. And I, I would cry every day because he was so mean to me. You like you like yell at me. He's like, "Get it, fat ass!" I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like it's like I'm literally in middle school, like the worst self-esteem. <laughs> like it's not nice. Like, so ridiculous. Yeah, I guess if you have a, if you have a reputation as being like a tough coach, the one person that you get to be really tough on would be your children. Your children. <laughs> it's like there's a line that, with other people's kids, <laughs> but with your own kids. Yeah, you can harass. Uh, you know, you can't really harass other people's kids that much, but you can definitely abuse your own That's children. That's so funny. So, That's so funny. So he, like, no one wanted to play defense, so I always was, like, stuck playing, like, playing defense. He's like, just go, just play defense. Just go, like, just do it. Like, because no one else wanted to do yeah. it. So I would always, like, kind of, you know, be forced to do it. But I liked it. It was fun. And it, I think I kind of, like, I also think it kind of, it goes with our personalities. All my family, we all play defense. I think, like, our playing style was everyone, no one was really flashy. We just, like, got shit done like which was good like i think we you know we were there like getting the ground balls or we were there you know like like doing slides and things like that and like we were there like kind of like helping out we were never like the flashy you know person who's scoring goals the whole time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is is does and, and does your whole family play defense everyone was everyone played defense i think that's <laughs> the funniest thing i've ever heard <laughs> Are you serious? You guys all Crazy. play defense. <laughs> all play defense. Oh my god! And then my sister, my one sister Dana, who played with me at UMass, she was like a like a defensive like midi. Uh-huh. Like she played midi too, but she mainly was like she would stay back on the defense a lot, and she was she was very good at defense. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it was it was crazy. The, I'm gonna ask a real. I so I know enough about lacrosse to know that this is a thing, but not enough to know. No, 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 to not know that, that <laughs> no, it is, this though. is. So it's it. There are parts of it that are very silly. I think hockey is the silliest sport. It's just like knives on your feet. Like I have a lot of I have a lot of questions. Um, but so you know, so in lacrosse you have to have the goalie and then three defenders like in the in the zone at all times, right? Is that, at least that's how. Yes, four four defense backs when it's over the restraining line that the restraining line that's the word i'm looking for including the yeah. sometimes including the goalie because in theory it could be somebody the goalie could in theory run the whole field yes and then you have someone back to holding that goalie spot exactly again it's dumb how how often is that utilized and my question so 
that's my first question is like, how often do you, or like, would you find yourself like streaking up the field? Like, Oh, there's an opportunity for me. I'm going to go past the line. Somebody has got to stay back for me. And two, if five de Felice children played college lacrosse, did any of you ever score? <laughs> that's a really good question. <laughs> I don't say th- I never scored. I mean, I never scored my sister. Dana scored for sure. Cause she was the mini. She probably has the most goals out of all of us. Uh-huh. I don't know if Carrie even scored anything. I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe she played midi for a little bit. She might have. Uh-huh. Caitlin, I don't think they. Like, I def- but that's funny, too, because like, when you say it, like, if you did have the opportunity, like, if you have, like, a defender score, everyone's like, ah! like, everyone's going, like, nuts on the sidelines. So it's like, a huge deal. Yeah. But, like, meanwhile, I mean, like, you know, we all have, like, the six skills to do. Like, everyone can do it. They act as if, like, we don't have, like, legs and we're going, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> and we're, like, not able to go over there and do it. Like, it's bizarre. But it is. It's it's like it's fun but you're right though like if you they, we did like you utilize it a lot like if you if like for me if I got the ball goalie cleared it out to me and I like would bring up the field like my dad would say like bring it to X and you bring it behind the goal mm-hmm. to like you know then like kind of readjust everything so, so you would you would go over but like the second you cross your string line you're like oh shit like I don't like show you what you feel out of place like you're playing capture the flag and you're like I'm in yeah. enemy territory now I gotta like be careful <laughs> like, the best way to describe it exactly like what am i doing here i do not belong well emily Meng, in soccer it's less formal right like in theory she could streak to the goal there's no rule that she can she just like shouldn't yeah. right um <laughs> but it was funny to hear her it was funny to hear her explain that to me like oh like if i get too far away from the goal one of the things she said like i get nervous like i don't like that feeling yeah. and then i went to see her play Yes, all that. Awesome. It was incredible. The second half, I sat with the Mangus family. It was um, and like the, the best, best people, people on earth. Yeah, like it was the sweetest. And we ever. all went to Hamilton, so it was oh, yes. mom, dad, brother, yeah, me. That. Yeah, so all of us, you know, we were talking about <laughs> yeah all the bullshit that we talk about. But um, um, but one of the things that I noticed when Emily plays is that as a defender, like she's like, oh, like I play defense. But then when you watch her play, she she sets up a lot of the offense. She's like quarterbacking. She makes the pass that makes the pass to get yeah. to the goal, which I was like, the next time I talk to her, I'm going to be like, Oh, like I saw you make a defensive header and you put it in such a spot that it started a break going the other way. Like don't sell yourself short that you don't help the <laughs> offense. I don't want to hear it. Because she literally, and that's, it's so funny you say that because I know exactly what you're talking about because that's exactly what she did on our like travel. <laughs> like, we were in like third grade and Emily Mangus was like, the shit in soccer like she was so good and like everyone relied on her she was all over the field running everywhere like she was like helping everyone out and like that's exactly because she got the practice and i'm gonna take the credit for it for the practice from our centennial team because she was she needs to help us out so much that she knows what she's doing that's so funny that's so sweet <laughs> the portland team can thank all of us <laughs> on, our, on our travel team <laughs> i love that yeah i mean like that's that's where you that's where you learn those literal skills and it's like I sometimes feel like it's different. The analogy I would make would be like in comedy. It's like the funniest I've ever been was like at lunch with your friends. Like you've never been funnier than like, or like moving a donkey, like to your friend's lawn. Like that's the funniest I've ever been. Um, So like when I get on stage, it's like, oh yeah, here's some like thoughts I wrote down. But like in terms of pure joy, like it comes from like 
comes from that. So it's funny that, yeah, we're influenced by who we are when we're younger. Maybe that's like the thesis of this podcast that like the stuff that where you end up like does make sense. Like you do play lacrosse or whatever. You do what, like, you know, what your real growing up said, you know, exactly what I said with my dad, you know, Mm -hmm. my dad making me feel like crap all the time. It just made me like work harder. (laughs) Same thing. Same thing with like the, with the book and like my reading skills, you know what I mean? Like that, like that was all from my mom not having the the best, you know, patience for all of us. And, so, you know, when it came to reading. That's a really beautiful story. Let, let, we should, we should start to wrap up with this story. So, so, <laughs> yes. so I'll tell my perspective and then you can tell your perspective. Let's do it this way because I, okay. I don't want to be, I want to, I want to describe it beautifully. And then the way I know our relationship works now, like I'll be like, yeah, it was beautiful. And you'll be like, yeah, like it was whatever. Like, <laughs> so, so, um, I was home during the pandemic and I would see your parents walking and um, your mom and your dad and they would stop and we'd have a really nice conversation, send Shannon my love. It was always like a nice, I was, you know, I don't want to talk to anybody when I'm sitting outside my house, but like the defluces were here. I'm like happy to talk, like truly. They're great. They're good people. I can do it. Yeah. And um, when your mom passed away, you know, I was obviously Mm -hmm. very sad and I was like, you know, thinking about you and thinking about growing up together and how um, short life is and just like telling people that you appreciate them, I think is a really important part of life. And so Mm -hmm. um, I was like, I'll just leave Shannon a a little note. And then I was trying to think like, what can I get Blair or you that would be nice? And I had a memory of um, borrowing the book Holes from your house as a small chubby child and loving (laughs) the book and like, thinking like this is one of the best things I've ever read Lois Lois Lowry Lois Satchar who can remember um and loving the book and I was like I'll just get a copy of the book and I'll leave it there and it'll be whatever and then you wrote me back and you also have a memory of this book and it really like it was a very like um it was a very moving moment for me where I was like because you not only remembered us you remember us and holes, but you remembered it in a completely different way. And so that's where I'm going to, that's where I'm going to hand this baton (laughs) off to you in our track and field story segment. (laughs) Which is, which is so funny because it's like knowing, like for me, like I'm always, I always have like the the negative view of something. I'm always like, Oh, like this is like, you know, I always, that's what you said. Like it is very, like, you know, that's the way I do view things, unfortunately. But it's funny because when you wrote me and you sent me the book, I mean, first of all, it was like the best thing I'd ever gotten from anyone. Like, you know, a lot of people send things. It was really nice. Like, it, it's tough. It's it's like a hard thing. It really is. It's still, we're still dealing with it. It's crazy to like, you know, suddenly lose like, you know, someone who was like the most important, like she was like the most important person to our entire family. And like, yeah. she was the best. And, um, you know, I love that letter. And I, I even sent in my letter back to her. I was like, I keep reading this over and over again, like a creep. Like, I love this letter because it just made me so happy that like what you said about like my mom and us as like kids and stuff like that, like, I don't know, just like really hit home. And, and that was the best thing. Definitely like when it went through, like going for, through pictures for, of my mom afterwards and going through things in the house with my mom's like, it was just like nice, like reminiscing on things. And it kind of like your letter brought me back again to, you know, that time when you're in elementary school, when you do like, I feel like your mom is the most important person to you, especially in middle school. Like it's literally like, you know, your parents, it's, that's who you come home to every single day. And it was very important. And I love that letter that you wrote because of that reason. And it was just so funny because you gave me the book and then you explained to me, you know, I don't know if you remember this from Miss Sayers class. <laughs> and then we, you know, like you, you let me borrow it and I was nervous to get back to you. 
And I was like, you're nervous. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So, so your letter, it's so funny. I read your, I have it like with me now. It's in my new apartment. I like took it with me. I love your letter so much. And you shared um, your own anxiety, anxiety around the book holes. Um, yes. And, and that was because you came up to me and I don't know if you remember this. I remember it's so clear. You came up to me and you were like, Shannon, like, I can't believe it. Do you know who took the shoes? I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. And you were like, it was X-ray. X-ray took the shoes. I was like, I know it's crazy. <laughs> like playing along with you the whole way. And you described it to me and I was like, oh shit. Like, I don't know what the hell he's like, who the heck? Like, what is X-ray? Like, what is, like, it wasn't even like it was like a regular, like it wasn't John. Like it couldn't have been that, like where I could like piece it together. Yeah. I had no idea who this person's name was. I know what was going on <laughs> because I never actually read the book and you borrowed it from me. And you, I guess like, assume that I read the book too, or I probably led you on to believe it. And the reason why I never read it was because I was like a, the worst reader in the entire world. Like I went to, and then the thing is, I don't know if you remember, like I would just like pulled out of class all from like second grade to like sixth grade. I'll get pulled out of class to go do like reading support yeah. because I had the worst like reading anxiety and I just like couldn't, and this totally 100% like someone's gonna like watch this who's like a psychologist and be like this girl has some serious problems <laughs> like it all stems from my mom this is and this is what we said and this is funny because we had this conversation like right before she passed yeah I was like mom I was like you would we would joke around with her and she thought it was funny we're like mom like you gave me the like you're the reason I was in reading class for like seven years of my life and she's like no I wasn't no I was like yeah mom you were like 100% because one time she and I read and it's the only like memory I have of us reading together and I'm sounding out a word when as like what and what and what and I was doing over and over again and she's I guess her patience right now she's like it's when it's when it's when it's fucking when and like I'm sort of just cursed really bad. like screamed at me and I was like mom I was like like, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I got so upset over the whole entire thing. And she, like, and from there on, I had the worst anxiety about, like, reading this, this like, reading out loud to people. And I think people thought, like, I had trouble, like, decoding or something like that, and I couldn't read. Yeah. And even now, as a teacher, I, like, I tell her, my son, like, when is a sight word? You were supposed to tell me what that word was. If you can't sound out the word when, mm. and always like we would always joke around with her about it, and like she's like that's not the reason why. <laughs> but I I was such a terrible reader because I like got so nervous about it, and I was very uncomfortable telling you that I had never read it because it was like too hard for me. Yeah. And it wasn't until I saw the movie years later <laughs> when I literally thought to myself, I was like, oh my god, that's what he meant. Like that's who X Ray is. That's what he means by the shoes. I was so like, <laughs> blown up. It's unbelievable. That's um, that's so beautiful, Shannon. And <laughs> from my perspective, because I, I I owe you a letter. I never followed through. But the thing <laughs> that I I want to tell you is that um, is that. One, didn't remember that you were in reading class. Never occurred to me. My memory of Shannon... <laughs> good, I'm, 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 I'm in the clear You're in the clear, and I have a good memory. And if I don't remember, no one remembers. And the other thing is that, like, you were... You play. I remember you played, like, up in travel soccer, too. You were, like, a third yeah. grader who was on the fourth grade travel soccer team. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, like, it was as if you, like, spoke another language. I was like, oh, my God. Not only did she make travel soccer, which I, like, hope to make next year, she's already on the team... For the great above, I was like, this girl is minted, you know, like you're, you're like elite status platinum member. Um, and it was just because my, my birthday was early. That's, that's right. Because, it was just because I was born. Yes. It's because, 
<laughs> it's because of when you were born, but also because you were very good um, and cool and nice. That's how it, truly, that's how yeah, I, I would you. remember you. And I think that's why you have universal approval where, where everyone was like, Shannon, like she was cool. She was on all this team. She was beloved, but she was also very nice. You weren't, you weren't too, oh, uh, you weren't too big for anybody, which I think is because oh, yeah, um, I wasn't big. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a nice thing about hearing this podcast. And I think, I think I really should, I really do right now only talk to people that like, I'm like genuinely that like I care about and like I hope are doing well. But one of the things, yeah. and like, not that other people I wouldn't care about or hope they're doing well, but it's like people that like, I know for sure that like we get along. Um, and part of me like wants to open this up and just like talk to somebody that like, I like was mean to me or like that we didn't get yeah. along. And I think that's like the next frontier where I'm like, what would that person have to say? Like, do they have anything to say? I'm sure they do. Yes. You want me to pop into on Zoom and I'll like back you up on it? I'll be, <laughs> Truly, I'll be you know what I want you to do? I want you to message me somebody that you think like a curveball. Like you should really talk to Wang. Ooh, I like that. Um, and because I think while I do really believe in my guests and like who I pick and I'm very, very particular, um, yeah. I think it would be fun a fun exercise for me to like push through and like talk to somebody that like I maybe don't have the best relationship with or like whatever it is. Cause maybe we even have more in common than I think. It's so funny because you say that and it's like, I don't think, I feel like who, who wouldn't like you? I don't get that. Like that's the thing that, and that, like, like really, like I don't understand, like that doesn't make any sense why anyone would like, I don't like, I couldn't think of like one person who would be like, oh, that gay mom. Like, no one would say that. So that's the thing is like, I don't think you even find anyone, but let's find someone who's like really bad. Uh, well, maybe it's, that's very kind. There are definitely people that I, I know this will come as a track. There are definitely people that don't like me and they're definitely, people, even if they don't like me, even if they do like me, they're definitely people like I don't get along with where I'm just like, we're not seeing eye to eye. Um, yeah, we're not, we're but that's, not, that's yeah. a, that's a very sweet compliment. Yeah, it's true though. Like I wouldn't even think of anyone. Well, I right back at you, right back at you, Shannon. You yeah. have universal <laughs> approval. Um, my goodness, we've been talking for an hour and fourteen minutes. I know. I'm so sorry. No, no, like, don't be sorry. This is a, this is a good thing because, and again, I'm a frontline worker. It is 85 degrees <laughs> and I am sweating. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I feel so bad. I'm going on and all that. Like, it's like boring. Stuff no, about my no, life. none of it's boring. The poor guy is sitting there sweating <laughs> and uncomfortable the whole time. I, uh, I, I, so I train. I ran a marathon very slowly. And the problem with running a springtime awesome. marathon is that you train in the winter, and then the day of the oh. marathon, it's like. 25 degrees hotter than it had been when you were training <laughs> i couldn't even imagine i, could, I couldn't I, we were training for a half marathon when i found out i was pregnant with blair and i was like why am i so nauseous while running why do i feel so terrible all the time and then we found out why i had to stop yeah. <laughs> i bet i bet have you done races before no i'm i see i'm a terrible runner I'm, I'm not an Emily Mangus who can literally run forever. I'm a terrible, well, she's, terrible In runner. her episode, she's like, oh, I also hate running. It's so funny. You yeah. <laughs> Ugh, I hate it. I'll do it. It's funny. I ran, we ran into each other one time um, while you were coming back from the train and I was out for a run. I remember. And you said, and you were like, you were like, it's funny. Like, we're still kind of doing the things that we did in high school. I was like, yeah, exactly. Right? Like, I'm still going out for runs, you know, just like trying to like clear my mind and, you know. You go back from the city, probably come back from like comedy show. Yeah, it's just so funny. I remember that day because I was about to be an extra in a movie. That's what it was, which is so. I was cool. an extra That's... in uh, this movie, this comedy movie that I love called "Don't Think Twice About." It's about it's a movie about comedy, which I recommend. 
Um, but I remember can that I day. You? Are you in there? You can see me at the beginning. I'm like in the crowd, like clapping. Um, oh, okay, and it's my favorite it comedian. It's my Birbiglia. So I'm, I, it feels cool to like be in my favorite comedian's movie. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I remember that day running into you. Um, yeah, I hate running. I do it, but I hate yeah, it. So. Yeah, I'm, uh, I've switched. I'm, I'm doing yoga now. I really do like it. It feels good for you. I love better. yoga. It's, yeah. Good. Um, all right, Shannon. Oh, we have to end with, uh, here we go. Our fill in the blank questions. Here we go. Um, uh, <laughs> in my, Remember, I'm not too bright. No, so. no, no. You're good. You're good. Um, uh, I guess she's young now, but growing up in your Blair's in your child's snack drawer, there will always be blank. Oh, goldfish. Goldfish is the answer. I goldfish. love it. Love goldfish. Love goldfish. Um, She's like a problem. Like she wakes up at like six o'clock in the morning and eats goldfish. I love it. I'm like the worst mom. I love it. No, that's that's great. Um, my favorite type of kid to teach is blank. Oh, like like the troublemaker. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like, kind of like the like the like the smart ass in school. They're my favorite. <laughs> I love them. Um, lacrosse is better than field hockey because of blank. Oh, you're not hunched over the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Scoliosis from playing like two years of field hockey. So. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like housework. You're just like, oh, <laughs> like, like a broom. Like it makes no sense. Why would you want to do yeah, that? Yeah, it's just a, it's just a Swiffer. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did I write? My handwriting is so bad. Uh, oh, your your high school lacrosse highlight was what? Ooh, our. Our senior, my senior year, this is like my claim to fame. I'm like, think I'm the coolest person in the entire world. I have this downstairs in our bar right now. Our senior year game, state finals, I got like the tournament, like one of the tournament, like champ, like purse, like big, like MVPs or something. Because in the final game, I played really, really well. So I was like, this is my last high school game. Like I have to go like, like balls to the wall right now. And I played very, very well. Wow. That's like my claim to fame. And I always tell Ryan that like, he gets so pissed. I'm like, Oh, it's like a lacrosse ball in a little case. I'm like, Oh, my MVP. <laughs> like shut up. Like, he Most me. valuable player of the state tournament. Of the state tournament. It was like me. And I think she, I mean, she might've gotten one too. I think it was like a few of us, wow. but like that, like she got the attack. I think I got the defender. Oh, that's awesome. And I, I guess it's I have like a quick, kind of a I have a quick follow-up, which is like in the similar way that I, that I talked to Emily, like, like when you, how do you make an impact on the game when you play defense? Like, did you just like the person you were guarding, just like you locked them up? Like they were really good and you just like played well against them? Locking them up. And I remember like, I remember doing like when the ball was getting thrown to my girl, like I always like got it out of her. Like I always like, like intercepted it. Like I just like, like I was like all over the field. I just went like nuts. Cause I was like, I need to like go out on top on this. It was like so sad. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, how, what is your college lacrosse highlight is blank. Is blank. Oh my gosh. That's tough because I was hurt for like, I was hurt like all of my years. So all of my years. So I started off like starting, I think my, my biggest highlight has to be like my fall ball year of freshman. I was like starting, I was a defender. I was like killing it. And then I had to get um, compartment syndrome surgery, which is like basically your muscles and your legs are like too big for like the outer covering of them it's bizarre and I had these like giant scars on my legs and after that like I was like out for like four years and like back and forth like I just like was never the same after the surgery it was crazy so I I would have to say like that was definitely like my my biggest thing was that I was like back and forth like from being hurt Mm -hmm. like kind of playing a little bit it was tough but but actually I would have to say my my 
you know, I think sticking with it and playing all four years was like the best thing. And then with my best friends, like I'm happy I never quit or gave up because mm-hmm. literally my best friends from college are like all my lacrosse team. And like, I'm like, we're like all obsessed with each other. So it's the best. Oh, that's really sweet. I'm happy I stuck with it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure I'm, I, I, at least I hope there's some of our new listeners. That's fun. Uh, hello, hello ladies. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> we'll finish with, um, they don't tell you blank about having a kid. Oh God. <laughs> Am I going to go into this? Yeah, take your time. They don't they, they don't tell you what happens to your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be like you got to have patience and you're like no, your ass is never the same. <laughs> they never tell you what happens to your right? It's pampers is so much better than than huggies. No. Yeah. Whatever happens to to your butt is not is never going to be the same. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. I am a better person for that answer. Oh my! God. You're welcome. So all of your listeners can now can now picture. What yeah. Happens. Oh my God! What happens to your butt? My, that might have to be the clip that I that I put out. I'm sorry, Shannon. I don't make the rules, but that is really funny. The gods of Instagram. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's either that or when Blair popped on because both are great. God. That's the only visual time people could get. But maybe I'll have to do that one. Too. Um, and Ryan's standing there as if he can't control. He's like, oh, like take her, get rid of her. There's nothing <laughs> I can do. Twenty-five pounds. She's twenty-five pounds. Get her out of here. I'm like what? Shannon, you are one of my favorite people in the whole world. I'm glad we've memorialized this conversation for my tens of oh, listeners. Um, it's really yeah. nice to 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 see you. Congrats on so your whole all the good things that you have going on. Um, I go up to Saratoga a lot too for races. I do comedy up there, so hopefully we'll run into each other. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. We'll mess each other because I go up there every once in a while. I go up to the lake, so then we go to Saratoga every once in a while for like uh, races and stuff too. So. Yeah. Oh, Capri. So do you go to Capri? pizza in lake george oh oh my god that's like my dad's like he's like the best pizza is it be like yeah he's like italian like that you're german like, <laughs> I, I gotta say he's not wrong that pizza's great so I, <laughs> the summer camp i worked at was like right around the corner from lake george which actually oh no way. yeah and i know that you have a kid and like a wedding this summer but you i'm gonna send you the information so you can volunteer because you would be like the world's best volunteer you would have the best week oh, of your life that. um not, not this summer. Laugh now, now all, the, now all of your, your another like where's Shannon? She's not volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, no, I will. You fun. would, you would love it. And every week they go to the Great Escape with the kids. Oh my god! So I've god. been to the Great Escape like fifty times oh <laughs> in my, my adult. Are you bored life. of it though? <laughs> I, you know, I'm not bored of it because like when you get to like take a kid who's in a power wheelchair and put him in a roller coaster, you're like, my life has purpose. This is like the best thing I've That's ever done. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, That's you, so, so good. Thing. I love that. Um, good for you. But you're the best Shannon. I appreciate you. Good Thanks luck with so everything. Much. And um, hopefully I'll see you sooner rather than later. Yeah. Right. Take a stop by over on Jackson I, Street. I like them. I legitimately so will. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Again. This is awesome. You too. I'll see you later. See you around. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. That was our episode with the lovely, talented, kind, smart, funny, silly, Shandy Felice, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Please check us out next week for another episode. Um, It's so hot. I'm sorry. I just got to say goodbye. Unfortunately, there's no other. uh, This episode does not end with Shannon singing a song, though I guess I could ask her. But for now, we'll just end with uh, my voice saying 
the following. Thank you, everybody. See you later. Bye.